Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from the Fans First Sports Network Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, presenting to you another Las Vegas Raiders coach or player press conference. We are there. We are absolutely locked in, and we are part of the Las Vegas Raiders, not the organization, but we're connected to it because we are beat writers who cover it every single day. Thank you for joining us. We're so proud to be part of the Fans First Sports Network. Let's get right in to this great press conference so that you can stay as connected as we are. Yeah, I think it, you know, two halves, right? First half, execute the ball where we want it to. Maybe it throws some here, which you haven't. Let me either press there. We talked about it. It's, it's going to be obviously a great learning lesson, not just for Aiden, but for myself. What position and how we allow the flow of the game. Oh, not to have that kind of strength. It's a team effort. It's a team appointment as well. It's not on age. Aiden, we didn't lose the game with Aiden. Aiden does know he needs to care about. Quarterback's number one job. It will be better at that. When you're, when it is a rookie quarterback, especially starting kind of mid-season, you know, you have all your goals that, that are still in front of you. At the same time, I bet you have to accept the fact that there'll be some growing things. There probably are going to be some growing things. You know, quarterback, how do you kind of walk those two lines? Right there? But that's where you want the team to kind of rally around the guy. You look around National Football League, a lot of young quarterbacks playing. A lot of guys struggle with young quarterbacks. Some guys are doing really well. Um, and you know, for two days, we did well. We had one half that wasn't going to go the Raiders' way. And again, uh, as we talked about it, you know, our leaders up front, you know, Miller, Trey, Josh Jacobs, to Tay, you know, they, they got to put their own around each other. You don't have rough days like that in office. Not to point fingers at anybody. You can't do that. You have to win. Nothing, not even specifically, but hypothetically, we have a rookie quarterback. What kind of time frame do you have? Do you know whether he's your guy or whether you need to look elsewhere? Games left. Find out in six more. <laughs> and then, you know, we'll see what happens with AP. No, it's easy to second guess, but looking back at that last drive before half, I know you said you wanted to kind of protect the quarterback. You still right. feel that way after looking at the film? or uh, I think not just the quarterback, but just our defense as well. They were getting the ball at the beginning of the second half. Very explosive offense. Had three, two timeouts, excuse me. Uh, our philosophy on certain days is to do things a certain way. Uh, that clock and where it was and where the field goal position. Go ahead and take as much time off the clock as we could. Just play to stay out, right? So we do that. We don't convert the first down. We keep the field goal. They don't concede. They throw the ball completely a 30-yard pass. Put time out. So you can see what they they were very aggressive in their mode. And we knew that. We didn't want to have any more seconds on the clock. So that was the philosophy there. And obviously they were getting the ball back in the second half. Didn't want to give them any other opportunity. As a player, you know, coming off a loss, what was something that you Yeah, I mean it's hard because you know, especially you got five hours still to play and think about it, right? Um, but I think the one thing I did was just you know, reflect on what, first of all, I think you got to reflect on what you did well. If what can you correct? What was the mistakes? Why did you make that mistake? And to be honest, it's the 24-hour rule. For us, uh, it's even shorter. We'll be on the practice field tomorrow. And all the guys have flushed out their system. Just like we embrace wins, we embrace the losses. and Learn from them. And, and we're doing that. Which is journey for myself and the team. We're Undefeated, but that's not what happened. I'm a realist. Um, but more importantly, uh, you get back to it, it's national football. 
they lost in the two defending Super Bowl champions, excuse me, defending Super Bowl champion and the Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. So we knew we had up to our challenge, but look, there was no excuse. There was no mistakes. Guys came out fresh, we were ready to go. Playing about the heat, you know, playing about the travel, you know. Guys strapped up the play, we went out there and we gave ourselves the opportunity in the fourth quarter, three times to tie the game and win, and it just didn't work. I said multiple times yesterday, there's no moral victory. But considering how the defense did play against the Dolphins, what kind of optimism does that bring to you going into the Chiefs with another explosive offense? Yeah, I mean, just you know, we, we know what we did really well. We know we did do well, especially against a leaky receiver like Hill. But we're going to deal with that with Kelsey. Probably one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Patrick Mahomes, who we have ultimate respect for, and Andy Reid, the play caller. It's, it's, it's a good thing for our defense over the last three weeks. Getting better and better. We're healthy. Guys are flying around and having fun and not blinking. The turnovers has been really critical for us. The guys just attacking the football. You saw that with Nate Hobbs. You see Max doing every play. Robert Splade almost had another interception. So just, you know, like I told you guys last week, defense travels. I thought they did a good job last week of bringing their work and getting ready to work. And we have the Jag here at home. I thought that was up, uh, but I don't think it, I, I saw him on the, on the field. Was that just kind of still kind of cautionary coming off the other? Check the player first. Ready to go, but. Wasn't a game where I'm a young player. Being a former player, you never want to put somebody in position. So, um, board of the Chiefs, Max obviously has a pretty fun little rivalry. When you were playing, who did you have a rivalry with? That guy that and it's funny, even with Andy Reid, I think I played Andy Reid over 20. And I was always a quarterback, and we were kind of rolling with the Giants. I don't know if it was a playoff game, I can't remember, but he ran to the sideline and he picked up the telephone. Our coordinators said we needed help down there. And then he told me, he told me when he called out the mic, he said, he gave the mic, and I just called your coordinator. You on your sideline, Andy? <laughs> Sorry, we got him back. I think he mentioned he's back. Good dude, man. Great competitive player. It's always fun playing. You mentioned before how Josh Jacobs, the offense goes to Josh Jacobs as he goes, they go. When the team focuses on slowing him down like Miami did, how do you kind of get that thing jump-started? Yeah, well, yeah. We've, we've seen that now in the last three weeks. The Giants did it, the did it. Just being consistent. Obviously, we, we don't want those touches to be at that 14 mark. That's not our number. Our match number is 20 plus. Uh, we got to stay with it. You know, it's not always pretty. There's a, a one yard or two yard there, but you know, yesterday there were some fives and eight and nines, and, and we just got to remember that you know, as we're calling in and stick with it. And I give Josh a lot of credit. He's very patient, frustrated like we all were with the result yesterday. And obviously, I've said since I've gotten here, we'll run through Josh Jacobs. That opens up everything for Javon to Jacoby. Crazy legs, honey, what for a good one he was doing yesterday. So it just opens up for our entire office and our O line. It helps everybody out. So that, that, that'll be the plan. Everybody knows there's no hidden agenda. We got the best running back in football. We're going to use it. A couple penalties um, that took away fairly big plays. One on a sack by Malcolm Cook, a guy you guys off the field. Uh, a couple on some, some positive yards offensively. Is that just a, another reminder of avoiding those things in order to not? Man, especially early on in the game, right? And they all happen to us in the first half. So we get a sack by Coons, and we get, you know, we get a big run by 
JJ, we get a holder call. Right? We get a, they call it legal pick or something. Whatever it may be. But, um, you know, that, that's frustrating, but I think what the guys did, we talked about it at halftime, and we made those adjustments. I think three penalties and Giants, three versus Jets, and five last week. So the numbers going down, we want to keep it at three and under. In the world, but you know, they happen, especially on explosive plays. That, that's that, that's tough, you know, and that, that obviously extends drives for the offense. Obviously, all right, question of defense. What are you going to do? I think it starts with the coaches, you know, understanding who our personnel is and, and the strengths of our personnel, and then the players buying into what we're doing. That's the big thing, you know. Well, how do you buy in? You got to have success. As you start to have success as a team and as individuals, you start to believe in what the coordinator is saying and how he's setting certain things up. Patrick Graham has done an outstanding job with that each and every week. I think we're going to pull this play yesterday. That offense is explosive. Yes, they, they got us early in the game, but there's think about that fourth down stop. That was huge. Think about the turnovers. Think about just you know, living in the running game, not getting those guys started on the explosive runs that they had. Number 10 is difficult to stop. We knew that now the challenge. When you get guys like Robert Spillane, Marcus Epps, you got Max Crosby, you got blue collar guys, Jinx and Malau, those guys, AB, you know, it all starts to come together. You start to build this, this tight knit group who have pride for one another, and don't want to let each other down. And that's, that's what we talked about. That's been throughout spring and the summer, now it's carried on to the season. We found Isaiah Polamalu on uh, safety. Yes. He answered the bell pretty well. He did. No, Isaiah, since he's younger, very athletic safety. You saw that there on that, on that deep ball, came out the post and got it. I thought he was very physical in the game. Here's a guy, you know, you know how it is in the week. He starts to get all the reps. Right? He got a handful of reps, which came in right away. was very impactful, very physical in the run game. And obviously, he has some traits in the back end to cover a lot of ground for us. So, we'd love to start seeing him get going. You know, with that combination with Epps, Trayvon, and the team are back in the mix. You know, like what you got in the back end. It's always easy to second guess, but how difficult was it to make the decision on fourth down to go for it instead of trying to keep those goals? What did it win? Early in the game, I'm going to try to keep the field goals. Fourth quarter, how many possessions I'm going to get? I don't know. They kick one field goal, go for another one, I still need a touchdown win. Pull that offense down, you know, we get three and outs. There's a lot of factors that go into it, but I told our team, we were, I told my team we were all in when we went down here. We played it win. Another guy you've worked directly with the past two seasons, Luke Masters, and also forced the fumble. You just talked about the progression of him, from undrafted looking at it, Wake Forest, and what he's doing now. Yeah, very similar, right? I think high school to college was a quarterback receiver. Then he goes to play safety for a couple of years, just linebacker. Comes here, we work together, he does an outstanding job of just you know, changing his body. He looks like a linebacker now. And then really trust him as like a third linebacker, possibly a starter. You know, he's playing that way. He's been very capable of going here and making plays. He just shows up. You know, Flashes here and there. He'll get better and better. But here's a young guy that last year played a lot and started some games for him. And now when something happens to Diablo or, you know, Splay needs to take a break, you know, he goes in and he agrees out. He can play both Mike and Will, of course. Hats off to him because you know, he studies the game and plays the game the right way. Does Splay know what a break is? <laughs> no, I hope he doesn't because I don't want him out of the game either. Uh, but hey, this I, I told you guys a while back, blue collar, old school. It, I mean, you sit there looking at him, you can tell he's just battered and bruised, and he's just, nope, not coming out, nope, nope, keep breathing, nope, I want to keep going, can't have enough of him, can't have enough of him, Max, can't have enough of him. Give an update on Colton Miller? 
No, we do, we do not. Actually, you guys are coming in today. You know, the day off, some guys got a trip. Home was close last week. I'm hoping you know, we get our big boy back this week. That's good. Yeah. All right. Thank you. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider Production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa, whoa.